Jeff and Jeremy. It's like a radiogasm. I said, hey, babe, check it out on the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And Spotify. All this is going viral. Good morning and uh, welcome in. Hope you had a nice weekend. we got the 12 Days of Christmas coming up at 840. Today we'll add four more prizes. We have not answered question number two, but the answer is in the podcast. It's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. The answer number one, uh, we've had a couple times. But not the answer to question number two, even though I will tell you this, on Friday when we asked question number two, there was one person that texted in the answer, even though they couldn't play because they didn't get through. Oh, so getting through is the is the key. Yeah, that person probably gonna be calling early this morning. I would think. Get on it. Get on it. Wait, did you tell him that he got it right though? Nope. When I didn't say a word. Okay. Ghost, I ghosted him. Ghosted. Ghost rode whip. You ghost rode the whip. That's something I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> Funny phenomenon that took over over in about two thousand seven. Uh, guys riding the whip. Uh, the the simpler times, right, Jeremy? <laughs> I've actually never done it with a car. I just do it on the text line. You ghost ride the whip. Uh, this is disturbing as all hell be it, okay. but it shows uh, what China is all about. Um, so they have a zero tolerance strategy for the coronavirus. And we've mentioned this before because what happened was there was some cases of coronavirus at the docks, at the shipping docks. And this has led to a lot of the supply chain issue. And I think... It was a convenient excuse to cripple the U.S. economy because they are at war with us, even though nobody wants to admit it. Um, what happened then was they're like, oh, you know, some dock workers got COVID. We're going to have to suspend all shipments for the next couple of months to make sure that, you know, nobody can come in and get infected and all that stuff. Now, I don't know if this is a, if there's like pet overcrowding in their country or something like that. But because they have a zero-tolerance strategy for the coronavirus, according to the New York Post, officials there are claiming that the only way to stop the spread of infection or a a method to stop the spread of infection is to, when people, so what happens is when you get coronavirus, they move you to quarantine. They move you to a quarantine facility in China. And then then they kill your- Like a cement box underground? Yeah, and then they kill your pets while you're gone. What? Yeah. Um, Why would they kill your pets? You're being serious. I'm being dead serious. Um, this is sparked fury amongst animal Literally lovers dead. in the country as it battles a new wave of uh, new outbreaks. Um, and there's little evidence to suggest that pets can catch the virus, but scores of cats and dogs have reportedly been executed while their owners are receiving treatment. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? I guess I'll just be happy wearing my mask indoors. Indoors, yes. yeah. I'll just wear my mask indoors and say yes, sir. Thank you, sir. If they came, if if uh, Doctor Fauci ahead, uh, gets the power that he's trying to get so desperately right now, um, and he says, um, "Okay, if you're going to have to start wearing your mask, or we're going to kill your animals, um, do you wear your mask?" <laughs> With a firearm by my side. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, man. That dog is my... He's hes too important to me. I would rather go down shooting than, than give him up. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine. That's awful. That is awful. You know, I was reading that Chinese are twice as likely to get 
uh, the coronavirus as well than Caucasians. I, it was a study that was kind of interesting. If you have asthma or you have allergies, like seasonal allergies, hay fever type stuff, you are less likely to get coronavirus than people that don't experience allergies. And I couldn't get to the study on why that is, but there's been studies done that they're finding people that maybe it's the allergy medication. I'm not really sure, but uh, a bunch of weird stuff. And they, they were talking about, and since you brought up the Chinese, that the Chinese were twice as likely to get the coronavirus if you're Chinese descent, Asian descent, than if you are a Caucasian, which is really bad news for them because, you know, just if you, you ever sure? move because to China, it, don't it, have a it, pet. It's kind of crazy because maybe these, these I mean, uh, God, I hate to say this because I don't think it's worth it, but um, they, they've reported, um, but this is the thing, it's Chinese reporting, right? I mean, Tiananmen Square was, you got reports of like 15,000 people died, and they were like, oh, no, only a few people died at Tiananmen Square. So it's like, you know, I mean, what are you going to trust out of, out of China? But they reported... It's like our news right now. They tell us one thing, but we obviously <laughs> see something else that there. Oh, they're learning lessons from our friends across the pond. Uh, 110 fresh cases, zero deaths in the previous 24 hours, according to the latest report uh, that was published on Friday. And that's in the whole country of China, which has a lot of people. So maybe that number's put out there to justify the method of killing cats and dogs while people are in quarantine. If you are an international traveler and you go to China, you are required to quarantine, self-quarantine in a hotel room. For 28 days before you can go out and do anything you do. Oh, who would go then? What's this do for international trade? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, what, if, I'm, if I have my goods manufactured there, which a lot of Americans do, a lot of American companies do, and you have to go over there and do some kind of business, and you have to stuck in a hotel room for 28 days? Jesus. Why can't they do Zoom like everybody else? Well, I'm sure they are. Yeah. I'm sure they Just are. Just Zoom. I think that's the that's the end game of the Chinese government because the Chinese government does not like outsiders, because outsiders will tell the stories that are. Would going you want to go to beyond. China right now? No, never. They came to you and said, "Hey, Jeff, we're going to give you fifty more grand a year, but you have to go to China four times a year." And oh, by the way, you're going to be there for a couple months because you have to sit one month in quarantine. God, nobody would want to do that. <laughs> All right, a big announcement coming up this morning. Uh, this show is coming to Vina Robles Amphitheater. We're going to be able to talk about it by 9 o'clock this morning. So right after we do the 12 days of Christmas, we're going to add four more prizes there, and we're going to give away an oil change to Perry Ford and get somebody qualified for a full auto detail from Perry Ford as well. Whoa. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Jeff and Jeremy here. Don't forget the takeover is coming up a week from this Friday. 17th right and it's all day it starts at 6 a.m and we are going to play anything as a matter of fact we're not playing anything but your requests but your request comes with a donation to the boy scouts of america we're uh, helping them rebuild this camp down there by lake kachuma it's called rancho um i want to call it allegra but it's allegra it's like the damn allergy medication what's wrong with me i'm sorry i haven't been there it was destroyed by the whittier fire back in 2017 so um we're going to help them. And we got to say thanks to uh, Central Coast Community Builders, Coastal Community Builders, uh, for sponsoring this year. And uh, we'll find out more about that. But, yeah, start thinking about what you want. If you've got some money, you can throw it towards the Boy Scouts of America, the future of our nation, and the rebuilding this this awesome camp. that not they, They're not the only ones that use it. A lot of people use it. Uh, it stays right here in our community, which is nice. And you can hear whatever you want from, like we said, it could be rap to country to, you know, it doesn't matter. We'll play it. 
you've seen these um, commercials from Progressive Insurance where they say, you know, they have the guy that coaches people not to turn into their parents. They're they're hilarious commercials. They all like don't don't yes. go don't go to the store and buy the same shirt that you already just bought. Yeah, those are older <laughs> commercials, but yeah, I remember that. Yeah, no, they're they're out right now. I mean, they're and what's her face is progressive too, right? The flow, yeah. flow yeah. yeah. These are different than flow commercials. Yeah, yeah, these yeah, are yeah. these are don't turn into your parents. Yeah, commercials. I do remember those. I hate those commercials, but I love them because they're funny. But then I see myself in those commercials, and I'm like, oh, I do that, I do that, I do that. Um. My favorite one is the one where he's he's chastising a woman. He's like, he's like, do people really need to have a reminder to live, laugh, and love? You don't need a sign for that. <laughs> <laughs> New survey found that over twelve thousand fathers they uh, they asked them. They said, uh, "You guys uh, heard of some of these phrases before?" When they say they will turn this car around. Because the kids are being unruly during a road trip. I heard that when I was a kid. 30% of the dads have indeed turned the car around. I would never turn the car around because I want to get there too. I want to get there and get it over with. Come on. They, these, they focused on dadisms on the road. And this well, is, if you're doing something for the kids, like you're taking them for an ice cream or a burger. or a, No, this is a road trip. You know, you got a lot of people who do some road trips. We go see grandma over the woods, over the hills and through the woods to grandma's house we go. Sure. That's how they say it. Um... Dads also make lots of commentary when they're driving on a road trip. All of these, which I have done, okay, 77% of dads say that well, whenever there's traffic and you're going in a different direction, they say they, they say that they this is the quote they say. Is the traffic backed up in the other direction? Yeah. What do you think they say? Uh, better them than me? Yeah. I don't know. Glad we're not going that way. <laughs> Sixty-seven percent of dads um, say the quote, "Man, people just don't know how to drive in this town." Oh, I say that daily. You don't have to be a dad; you just have to be a driver. A lot of, a lot of really bad drivers out there. I don't say this one when it comes to pack the car for the trip. Dads like to pronounce, "That's not going anywhere." When they're trying to secure luggage to the car, like when you're like. Oh, so it won't fall fall off? No. Oh, maybe that's what it means. Yeah, that's, that's not going anywhere. Okay, okay. I got that sucker tied I, down. I thought, okay. <laughs> now, I've done that, but I, not on a family road trip. I like, may have done that. But in other trips where we've tied stuff down. When you leave, before you leave, I do this every time. Every time. I feel like such a dork right now. Why, because these are things your parents did? When you're getting, no, because because this is me. I'm a dad. I'm like the run-of-the-mill gross dad. I, you know, I, I wanted to be like, you know, cool dad. But you automatically go into run-of-the-mill run, run not cool dad. What do you think most dads say when they're getting ready to leave? Like as they're, as they're putting it in, in reverse and backing out of the driveway. What do they say to the car? What do they pronounce to the car? Put your seatbelt on? No. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> God, you are a dork. I could never. I, I do it I, every time. Let's rock and roll. Yeah, let's rock and roll. And then um, 64% of the time, 64% of the time. What does your it, wife do when you say that? She ignores me. She ignores me in everything in yeah, life, though. That's true. 64% of the time, 
when uh, you're, you're driving by some horses or some cows. Oh, she'd have to realize what she married. Dad will point out the fact that there are horses or cows on the side of the road. I do that all the time. I do it. With, I do it. Driving back and forth daily. Like we see those Longhorn cattle up at the yeah, Santa it. Margarita. I'm I like, hey kids, look at, check it out. I do. Is it bad that I do it with the dog? They see them. They see them probably 15 times a month coming through Bakersfield to come through Arvin <laughs> yes, there. Yes, it's bad. You do it and I'm like, hey George, look at Mumos. <laughs> Now my dog Rainier used to like go crazy yeah. for animals on the side of the road like so I would point it out to him so I mean if does your does he George, was a big hunter does George do that yeah he he anything that moves he out there he's like ooh what is that I used to love it because I, I I'd be road tripping with my dog Rainier the smartest dog I've ever had and he would be like sleeping on the passenger seat and something would wake him up out of a dead sleep and then he'd start looking around. And I'd know the road, so I'd know that, oh, there's there's some cattle coming up here. But he could catch it like a mile away. It makes me wonder exactly how strong are dog senses when it comes to s- smell and hearing. I mean, I Hearing would, is interesting. Oh, it's crazy. And now my dog is a California dog. He was born in San Diego. He's come up here. He's lived here his whole life. He's, like, not quite four yet. Very close, though. And I'm watching some show where they're outside in the woods at night, and they're walking through, and the frogs start coming in. Right. And he wakes up out of a dead sleep, runs to the speaker below the TV, really? starts barking at it, then runs downstairs to the front door. He's barking. He's running around. Down. So, of course, me, I just keep rewinding it. <laughs> and then it happened again. Do you remember on Everybody Loves Raymond when he dates the girl that ate the fly? Mm-hmm. And he goes into her bedroom and he looks at the frog and he goes, ribbit. Yeah. Oh, same thing. <laughs> like This was two weeks later. And then he, he went nuts again. So I kept doing it, doing it again. Now, he's, now he doesn't care. But it was really funny. We were laughing. It's like, strange. it's a frog, man. It's what are you doing? What are you so worried about? So sorry if you're a dad and you're going on a road trip and these are your catchphrases and you're going to feel emasculated by saying them for us bringing them up during this segment. But uh, beware. Uh, most dads are saying rock and roll. Let's rock and roll before you put the car in reverse. <laughs> or they're saying, uh, they're saying, glad we're not going that way. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Uh, stick around. Coming up, we're going to rock and roll. <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Jeff and Jeremy here. This is your home for the 12 days of Christmas. We do that again coming up at 840 this morning. We'll have four more prizes. Keep up at KZOZ.com. Everybody who plays gets a free oil chance from Perry Ford and enter to win a detail. Full detail for your rig. Uh, if you're a vapor, you know any vapors? This, this, oh, I thought you meant like if I was like, you uh, know, this, instead uh, of smoking. If, if I was made of mist and I was like, well, that would be interesting, I guess. Uh, you know the ones that. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, yeah. Do I know people that do that? I yeah. know we had a mutual friend. He was on our fantasy football. He is on our fantasy football team. I don't know if he still does it now. He's on our fantasy football league. League, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you might want to tell he him. He might or he might not. I he needs know. to stop doing that because it's going to lead to erectile dysfunction. Uh, there was a study done. Doctors at New York University of Medicine, John Hopkins University of Medicine, included data. Uh, from a couple of different groups. These were men aged 20 to 65. Uh, 13,000-plus people took part in this. 14% said they currently use tobacco products other than cigarettes. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, uh, of the research done, that uh, you are two times more likely to have ED if you are a vapor. I mean, this is good information to get out you there in this other- day and age of medical information slowly leaking out due to government mandates. But 
Were some of those smokers too, though? Were some of those people smokers as well? Because you said nicotine or, or uh, tobacco products. Or some chewers? People, what about chewers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, but it wasn't just smoking or chewing. It was the vaping. The, Something, the chemical in okay. the vape is what's... I mean, you've seen that, right? You've seen that? Like these guys driving down the car, down the road. All of a sudden, they open their window, like and it's hilarious. like a smoke machine went I, off I think in there. it's so funny. It is, but it's like, <laughs> what the hell? How is that good for your lungs? It's like a train coming down the road. Have you tried it as a former smoker? Oh, did yeah. you ever try yeah, a vape? I did. I did. In fact, uh, when I quit smoking... I went to, it was like when vaping was just infantile in its stages. Yeah. Like it was like, you know, the, uh, the, uh, what looked like a little cigarette. Um, and yeah. I, and I did it and it had a little, you'd charge it up and it had a little cartridge that you put in it to it and then you'd do it every once in a while. I would do it in here and Suzanne would get mad. Oh, that's right. I forgot I'd about be like, that. It's not smoking. Well, then you did it in her face just to prove a point and you lost because you're not doing it anymore. So. Well, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. You enjoyed it when you blew it in her face. It was weird. It was it was a weird feeling. In the face. I would rather chew nicotine gum. Um, in the face. Anyways, so I had a friend that did it. Yeah, and I've smoked cigarettes, and I'm not like a smoker, but I'll definitely have some from time to time. And I put that thing in my mouth, and I inhaled it. And I've never coughed so hard, and it felt so unnatural and so weird that I was like, this this just feels like it's going to kill you faster. Yes, that's but, and that's what I didn't like about it. It but, was a yeah, weird, it was a weird, incomplete feeling almost. It was like you, you got this sensation that you were actually smoking, but then it, there was like a a finish to inhaling a a a cigarette that you got, and maybe it was part of the burn or something like that that you didn't get with a vape. It was just this kind of like seventy five percent. It felt like seventy. You're getting seventy five percent of what you got from a cigarette. And it was weird. It was just, it's, it's just weird. It strikes me as weird behavior, you know, sucking in a bunch of mist, uh, of mist and then puffing it back out. It's, it's just weird. I don't know. It wasn't for me. I mean, if you were like an asthma kid and you had the inhaler as a kid, this would make more sense. Of course, I don't think you'd want to be smoking if that was the case. Yes. So, I'm just, so yeah, never mind. Bad example. But um, yeah, so there you go. So, I mean, the good news is you're not smoking a cigarette, which they say, yeah, there's, this isn't great. This isn't perfect to just go to vaping, but it's better than smoking a cigarette. But you, you know, may never stand at attention again. Which, what does that mean? Does that Nicotine's highly addictive, though. Does that simplify your life at all? No, I don't think so. Not at all. I, mean, I don't know. I guess if you like... Never like, been what? in a pair of swim trunks and, you know, all of a sudden you're like, well, okay. what, what, what's going on here? We're not... I never called you up for duty. So if that's your problem, go vape. 